Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot. We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper. Because this is the morning news. Two in a row. Woohoo! Two in a row. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's all my fault, and that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's all good. I've done it many times where I needed an extra yeah. week or so to prepare an episode because we just want to do a good job. Yes, but I am happy to report that I'm, I'm in a good groove, I guess, and been getting lots of writing done and making that next episode as presentable as possible. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy case. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> no, it's not. And it's not. And I'm not very nice well, to him. That's fair. And you have to be in a certain mindset to dive into that and prepare it. And it's not really a mindset that anybody should really be in. So yeah, no, it's gross, but it, it's fine. It's fine. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Yeah. Um, the books themselves are, are really good and mm -hmm. uh, they tell the story well, but yes, just that main character is kind of a douche. Ugh. I know, and kind of, kind of really a douche. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially reading daughter's side of it, and then reading like what he actually like all the awful details about what he did is just it's so hard. It's so hard. Um, but yeah, I still I don't I still don't have my book anyway. So hopefully, oh my god, in the next week I, I hope will you'll have it before we start yeah I hope so I'll try to you know once I get it I'll read it as fast as I can but at least I'm not the one presenting so as long as I have it read before our Ooh. book club episode I, I guess it's fine it's fine yeah, it'll be fine it'll be fine we're just winging it what do we know right it's fine. yeah I listened to the morbid girls cover it they used the same book as a reference they did a fantastic <laughs> job it's the same right <laughs> I did yeah Totally. Yeah. Don't compare me to morbid, man. They're Ugh, levels well, above me, but that's, no. you know, it's not, it's not fair. All podcasts are unique and we do a unique thing and that's the beauty it's of true. it all. We're not supposed to be exactly like them. No, exactly. And, uh, it'll be full of my own fun, new insults that I'm making up as I go. I love that. It's my favorite part about, um, BT cases is all the fun names that you can come up with because he's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. Um, but anyways, uh, there was um, one case that I wanted to bring up in our last morning news that I forgot to, and it's a big one. So I wanted to bring it up now um, without going into too much detail. A Calgary police officer was killed during a traffic stop on New Year's Eve. Sergeant Andrew Harnett was struck and dragged by the vehicle he had stopped. Two young men responsible were Amir Abdul Rahman, 19, and a 17-year-old who cannot be named. Um, they were both charged with first-degree murder. And I just wanted to bring that this case up just to pay our respects to Sergeant Andrew Harnett and the family and all of the police officers that... Um, obviously are affected by this because this is it's horrible news i feel awful it's awful just for them. so awful yeah and uh you know whatever the young boys were trying to get away with i'm sure it was less than first degree murder 
Yeah, I'd read that um, their license plate didn't match the vehicle that they were driving, and that's why they're pulled over. Oh, okay. So Grand Theft Auto is still a lesser mm-hmm. charge than murder. That yes, was. yes. I did see something about assault as well, but I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was, but it's yeah. it was awful and senseless, and it really hurt my heart. Yeah, mine too. It's not the way you want to ring in the new year. No, absolutely not. So, yeah, just wanted to bring that up briefly. Um, in other news, happier news, I guess. <laughs> I watched um, the Night Stalker <laughs> documentary this weekend, and it it made me very happy. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I just saw it on Netflix today, and I just added it to my to must watch list. So yes, yeah, I would definitely recommend. At a very very crappy week <laughs> especially friday so when i got home on friday i didn't have the ambition to to life at all and so i sat on my floor and i <laughs> i put on the documentary and i just played it right through no breaks just i needed it and man it was so good like you didn't even stop to pee no i don't think so i was like i had my wine like i washed on my computer in my office so while they didn't bug me, I think I had some snacks, I had some wine, and I was just like, good to go. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. It made me feel a lot better because it's, it's just the most satisfying end to any case that I can, can think of. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. Totally. It's my favorite capture, so I'm definitely going to watch it. Yes. And I uh, love, I love that your self-care involves wine and true crime. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's it's twisty, but I don't know, just something about it. That's why we're here. Exactly. Love yeah. it. I love it. Well, speaking of wine, mm-hmm. grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder. Tink, tink. So I get to go first this week, hey? Yeah, you do. And um, this week, I am not talking about any murdered children. Mm-hmm. Nope. Can't make me. No tiny humans die in this episode. So, Nope. Same on my end. Tiny human was involved, but lived and is all good. So I'm glad we're on the same page Excellent. with this. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So um, the title of my article is, I pray to get her back. Dog snatched in Ontario, mom to 11 pups. Uh, (laughs) The source is from canoe.com because, you know, I love canoe.com. Classic. And the author is Kevin Connor. So I'm just going to read the article because it's fairly short and it gives the best description of things. Nina, the mixed pit bull brazenly stolen from her owner in Whitby, needs to get back home to nurse her 11 five-week-old puppies. Amina Paxad was walking two family dogs in the Ash and Mary Streets area last Wednesday around 1 p.m. when she was approached from behind by two men who forcibly snatched Nina, the police said. Pascad was also sprayed in the face with an unknown substance, and the thieves sped off in a white SUV. Pascad said she hasn't been able to sleep since the dog snatching. Every second she is on my mind, especially when I'm bottle feeding the puppies, she told the son. Pascad had has had to buy expensive puppy milk formula to feed the pups. She said her family got Nina when she was 10 months old, and Saturday will be her 10th birthday. I pray to get her back, Pazkhead said. Police say a 28-year-old man has been arrested 
Ali Habib of Pickering is charged with robbery, assault with a weapon, and administ- administering a noxious thing. Mm. A noxious that's, thing. That's vague. So vague. <laughs> Police are still looking for a second suspect, described as a tall black male with a heavy build and orange slash blonde hair who goes by the name of Debo. Hmm. So I have questions. Me too. <laughs> Why was Nina Nina dognapped? I, I need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, why did they just take her when there was another dog there too? Mm. Why are you breeding your 10-year-old dog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who was the guy that got arrested and how did they catch him? Um, why isn't he saying anything about the dog? What was she sprayed with? I don't know. I don't know. I could just be because I'm a skeptic, but something about this is fishy. Uh-huh. <laughs> it could be wrong, but it seems like a setup or something. I don't know how big of a black market there is for old saggy boobed mama dogs right now, but mm-hmm. I feel like they want attention and money mm-hmm. from donors maybe to help care for the puppies. That's uh-huh. just where my gut went. I don't know, but it's it- very strange. It is very strange. Everything's everything's pretty vague. Right? <laughs> and I agree. Guys, sorry, just a little um, note here. Please don't breed your 10-year-old dog. Just saying. Don't. Don't. Actually, just spay your dog because the world has enough puppies and mm-hmm. it's fine. Absolutely. Fine. Anyways, yeah, that's just a little a side note. I mean, I hope that <laughs> this wasn't, I hope it wasn't planned, but at the same time, I mean, if if it wasn't planned and somebody did actually steal Nina, I hope that, you know, she's not in any harm's way. In exactly. I hope that where... Nina is okay. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, though, with situations where, you know, pit bull type dogs are stolen, it generally generally isn't good. Um, I think we've all heard, you know, rumors of dog fighting no. and that kind of stuff. So hopefully uh, that is not the case for Nina. I, I yes. wish her all the best. But it does seem like a a strange situation. I do as well. Mm-hmm. It's very suspicious. And if you're going to take one dog, why wouldn't you take the other? Yeah. Like it just, I don't know. Did it, sorry, did it say what, what uh, breed the other dog was? No, it no. didn't. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe it was like a teacup poodle or something. Yeah. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> Chihuahua or something. Something. That yeah. wouldn't be good in a dog fighting ring. Yeah. I guess. Maybe. I, guess. I don't know. Aww. It's very strange. I'm like, it caught my attention though. And I'm going to pay attention to see if Nina gets found. So, yeah, I hope so. You know. <laughs> especially because of her 11 puppies. Oh my gosh. That's so many, especially for like an old dog. That's so many puppies. And it's so much work. Yeah. So much work. <laughs> so much work to feed those little puppies. So, hopefully. but. Thankfully, they're five weeks old, so they can start getting them on some food. Absolutely. <laughs> that is good. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. I am hmm. interested to, to hear a follow-up on that. Hopefully, we get a resolution. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. They're making a big deal about it, but yeah, a vague big deal about it. So. Right? <laughs> it's like, we want you to know about this, but we're not going to tell you much about it anything (laughs) yeah (laughs) so then you're just gonna be wondering why (laughs) just like we are (laughs) yeah yeah so many questions absolutely um very strange but my story also kind of has to do with 
breeding dogs. At least that's how it started. So weird. We didn't even plan this. No. Same brain. Same brain. Unagi. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so my article is the U.S. federal government executes the first woman inmate since 1953. And my article is from people.com, written by Nicholas Rice. And I also used Murderpedia as a source to get more information about the murder itself, the trial, and um, the childhood of Lisa Montgomery. Awesome. So Lisa Montgomery was put to death by lethal injection after she murdered Bobby Joe Stinnett, a 23-year-old woman who was eight months pregnant. Back in 2004, Montgomery, uh. <laughs> I know, sorry. Back in 2004, Montgomery drove from Kansas to Missouri to purchase a dog from Stinnett. The two had met online in a chat room for rat terriers called Ratter Chatter, which is adorable, honestly. <laughs> I love it. That's really cute. <laughs> Lisa used the name Darlene Fisher and told Stinnett that she too was pregnant. After exchanging emails and bonding over their love of dogs and their pregnancies, Montgomery arranged a meeting at Stinnett's home under the pretext of wanting to buy a rat terrier. Instead, upon arriving at Stinnett's home, Montgomery strangled the young expecting mother with a pink neon rope and then proceeded to cut the premature infant from her womb. What the actual fuck? I'm sorry. What? It's awful. It's so bad. So bad. Oh, Montgomery then returned to her farmhouse in Melbourne, Kansas, and attempted to pass the infant girl off as her own child. About an hour after the murder, Stinnett was discovered in a pool of blood by her own mother, who later described her daughter's wounds as appearing as if her stomach exploded. Again, I am so sorry. <laughs> this is coming Dude. out very, very dark. <laughs> I was like, don't worry, mine does not involve child murder and then i'm like but here you go this is terrible are you sure it doesn't i'm, I'm sure actually i'm sure attempts by paramedics okay. to revive stinnett were unsuccessful and she was pronounced dead at the saint francis hospital in maryville missouri the next day december 17th 2004 montgomery was arrested at her house as an amber alert for the baby girl blared on her living room tv an interesting note about the Amber Alert, it had originally been declined because it had never been used in an unborn child's case, and thus there was no description of the victim. However, this was eventually um, overturned and it was implemented. That's crazy. Very. Well, and like, how do you describe that? Though? Yeah, it's just basically a very brand new baby. Like, that's, that's all we got. That's it. It's still squishy and gooey. Yeah. <laughs> And probably pretty tiny because it was premature. Ugh. Yeah. Fortunately, the day-old baby was recovered and returned to the care of her father. Her name is Victoria Joe, and she is now 16 years old. Oh, no. okay. I forgive yeah. you. Yeah. And oh my gosh, my phone is making all sorts of noises. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> At least, I mean, that's a positive that comes out of this, that the baby survived. And I'm so, so happy that she did. Oh my God, but her poor mama. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> Break my heart, whatever. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> Montgomery was sentenced to death in 2008 
and a federal judge granted the woman a stay of execution, pointing to the need to decide whether or not she was too mentally ill to be executed, which would have made her unable to receive the death penalty. <laughs> I can see you shaking your head. No. No. <laughs> I'm just going to say no. All no. right. It gets a little bit complicated, actually. I'll tell you why. Lisa Montgomery had an incredibly difficult childhood as she had been physically and sexually abused by her stepfather and his friends, as well as trafficked by her mother. This, of course, led to mental health oh, issues. Good God. Yes. The abuse, unfortunately, continued in both her first and second marriage as well. Montgomery was a mother of four when she underwent tubal ligation in 1990. After the sterilization procedure, she had claimed that she was pregnant several times. There was speculation that her former husband had planned to reveal that she had lied about being pregnant in order to get custody of her children, and therefore she needed to produce a baby in order to prove him wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's not how you do that. No, no, no. It's not a good way to go about it. Obviously, the scheme no. mm -hmm. did not work, and she was charged with the federal offense of kidnapping resulting in death. During the trial, her defense asserted that she suffered from depression, borderline personality disorder, and post-traumatic stress disorder. She had also suffered a head injury, which could have damaged the part of her brain that controls aggression. Defense attorneys claim Montgomery was suffering from, oh God, now I got to figure out how to say this. Pseudo, okay, you say it. <laughs> I think I had it figured out, but you say it. Pseudo, pseudosiesis. Siesis, okay. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was suffering from yeah. pseudosiesis, which causes a woman to falsely believe she is pregnant and exhibit outward signs of pregnancy. However, in my opinion, falsely believing you are pregnant does not justify or explain murdering someone for their unborn child. Absolutely not. No, never Just okay. No. The custody of her children was being threatened, so she created an alias, befriended a pregnant woman, and arranged a meeting with the intention of killing the expecting mother and kidnapping the baby. She had researched how to do a C-section, and she drove from Kansas to Missouri with a knife and a rope in her pocket. It was not just an impulse while in a delusional state. And again, that is, that's in my opinion. That's just how I see that. <laughs> and she wasn't charged with first-degree murder? Because it's yeah. like premeditated yeah, it's that's like everything you just listed. That's premeditation. Yeah, absolutely. I've honestly never heard of the federal offense of kidnapping resulting in death before, <laughs> but apparently it that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Who knew? Yeah. Um, in October of 2007, the jury found Montgomery guilty and recommended the death penalty, which the judge upheld. That brings us back to present day on the morning of January 13th, 2021. Lisa Montgomery was pronounced dead at 1.31 a.m. following a lethal injection of phenobarbital at the federal prison complex in Terry Hout, Indiana. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Huh. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know. The last woman to be executed by the federal government was Bonnie Brown Hetty in 1953. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but that's okay. Uh, she kidnapped and murdered a young boy in Missouri. Uh, while the last woman executed by the state was Kelly Gissendan, Gissendan, Danner? Danner? Wow. Gissendaner in 2015. Mm -hmm. She was convicted. <laughs> <laughs> names are hard, okay? Words are hard, but names. It's fine. 
they get me. <laughs> They're hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was convicted of murder in uh, the 1997 death of her husband. There were many people on Montgomery's side that believed she was too mentally ill to receive the death penalty, including her family and her attorney, Kelly Henry. Henry had this to say about the execution. The craven bloodlust of a failed administration was on full display tonight. Everyone who participated in the execution of Lisa Montgomery should feel shame. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> Michelle says no. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. Uh, two more executions. Not sorry, really. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Two more executions have been scheduled this week for Corey Johnson on Thursday and Dustin Higgs on Friday. But both men have tested positive for COVID-19. And a judge ruled that their executions should be delayed until March to allow them to recover. Uh, the Justice Department, however, has appealed that order. I just found that very strange. So I wanted to to keep that in. <laughs> what? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm heartless, but I don't see the... I don't see the point of that. <laughs> I I guess the potential threat to others. I could see I, that. I hope that's delaying it. I hope that's the reason because otherwise it just doesn't make too much sense. But anyways. Because um, I mean, really, there's got to be people in that room with them. Yeah. As they are executed and that puts them at risk for yeah. COVID. So yeah, that's <laughs> But weird. <laughs> it's strange. But anyways, um, I find the case of Lisa Montgomery incredibly interesting and also extremely complicated. I think I would have to take a way deeper dive into, into it in order to really decide whether or not the death penalty was fair, viewing it from the perspective of the victim's family. Absolutely. I can understand why it would be warranted. Uh, viewing it from the other side, it's not so clear. Uh, what Lisa Montgomery did was absolutely disgusting and wrong. There is no doubt she deserved punishment for her actions and to be locked up forever. However, from what I read, which again was very brief, um, her past traumas and the extent of her mental illness was not fully revealed to the jury until after her conviction. But then again, there is evidence of research premeditation and she had the motive of not wanting to be caught in a lie. So I don't know. I don't know. I keep wavering back and forth about how I feel about this case. Maybe one day we might have to just cover it in a full series so I can have a more informed opinion because I thought it was an interesting case. Yeah. Um, if you cover that, I'm going to need more than one glass of wine. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I know I said there's no, no children died, but it's, it's pretty gruesome. And actually you lied because you talked about uh, Bonnie Brown Heaty and, uh, she murdered a young okay, boy. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> I mentioned it. I apologize. I didn't mean to. <sighs> I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. It's fine. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, um, anyway. <laughs> wow. That's a lot to digest. It's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. I'm glad I dug deeper into it than what the articles that I had read just about her execution had um yeah in there because there wasn't a lot of um there wasn't a lot of information like when I read the article it was very much so like oh my god like this was an injustice because obviously her mental health conditions she was mentally ill 
did not seem like she was fit for the death penalty. Yeah. But once digging into it deeper, I'm like, okay, so there's premeditation. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. <laughs> yeah. I, in my world, it's pretty much unforgivable, but. Nope. That's absolutely fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, maybe it's because I'm it's digging... the mama bear in me. Oh, for sure. Maybe it's because I'm digging into a case for my next big series. And it talks yeah, a lot about the death, a lot about the death penalty. And if that isn't a case for the death penalty, then there should be no case for the death penalty. So it's just like, got a lot of information coming at me about that topic. So yeah. it's, it's a difficult one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm so excited That's about it. That's totally fair. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, be a big one. Well, um, I need some fluff. I do too. Do you need some fluff? I sure do. Maybe some fluff and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre article, if you will. Yes. Uh, um, so my article is titled Drunk Florida Man Arrested for Allegedly Stealing Floating Tiki Bar. Oh, <laughs> damn. That sounds <laughs> fun. <laughs> I know. Right? It's like, well, I'm just, yeah, going there. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen pictures of it. It's great. Um, a drunk Florida man was arrested after he was caught operating a floating tiki bar that was reportedly stolen, the U.S. Coast Guard announced. Agents from the Coast Guard's Key West station found the man on the stolen tiki hut near Hawks Channel off the coast of the Florida Keys. Don't drink and boat, their tweet quipped. <laughs> <laughs> the man the man appeared intoxicated and was taken into custody by officers from Florida's Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. And that's all I know, but <laughs> don't drink and boat. I mean, hey, that's that's the thing. You'll get a DUI if you are caught drunk behind the wheel of a boat. Just saying. Totally, but it's not even it's not even a, a boat, man. Okay. It's a floating bar. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. I I have questions. Like how how far did he get? Um, what happened to, I know. The, what happened to the original people that were operating it? What happened to them? Like, was it just at the dock? And he's yeah. like, I'm getting on that. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my question. Or were they like literally floating? And then you know, he was just like, it's mine now. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Good luck. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I think I know people that would be like, Hey, floating bar. Let's mm. take that for a spin. Yep. So, uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll post a picture of it, but the the bar itself is very cool looking and I want one. So, I'm I'm going to open this link. Hold on. <laughs> you open it up, man. Why want to let me open? Hold on. Cuz technology loves us. Loves <laughs> us. We're so fortunate. Oh man, let's see. Okay. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> I want to be on that. Isn't it great? Yeah. God, that's what I need in my life right now. Uh, my favorite is like the Coast Guard guys that are like, oh yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna drive this baby home. Oh yeah. yeah. Does, yep, yep, don't good. worry about us. We've got this handled. Look the other way. We're just we're gonna return it. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take it back, right? Oh, take such good care of it. Man. I yeah. Don't think I would ever normally say this, but I want to be friends with this drunk Florida man. I know. Or at least the owner of the tiki bar. That's true. Maybe that would have more perks. <laughs> because I mean, 
you have you have a floating tiki bar like let's get on it let's go questioning all my life decisions right now like that's where I need to be (laughs) like why don't I have a floating tiki bar I want one I I didn't know I needed this until now no me neither but you know I live pretty close to the lake like we'll make this happen (laughs) oh man we could build one we could we could record on a floating tiki bar (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh, I bet our audio quality oh, would be just shit. That wind. <laughs> it would be just wind and then just little like giggles is all you would hear because we'd be drunk off our asses right? floating in the middle of a lake. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Love it. That's the life. Uh, yeah. That's my bizarre article. Well, thanks and for it that. It made me laugh. It made me want one. So yeah, me too. Made me forget about the terrible things I just talked about for a moment. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. good. That's what the bizarre article is there for. Absolutely, just to wash away awesome. all those those bad thoughts. Totally, like Margaritaville style. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you like pina coladas? <laughs> <laughs> yes yes I do yes i do let's get on the bar <laughs> may i have some please <laughs> okay anyways do the murder and merlot tiki bar <laughs> oh yeah awesome well let us know what you think about the episode and if you see a story we should cover make sure to send it in you can email us at murder at gmail.com find us on instagram at murder merlot podcast Facebook Murder and Merlot podcast and Twitter at Murder and Merlot one. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. We would love if you subscribed. And if you don't, you're dead to me. And remember to drink wine because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye.